Welcome to the Earspoon. This is Fish, and we have started a special line of interviewing called A Call to Action. We hope to distribute as much quality information to you about an ever-changing landscape, but please keep in mind, as it does change often, so might this information. It's all dated, and by all means, before acting on any of it, verify it. And as all Earspoon podcasts, it is presented to you by Mocha Joe's. If you live locally, they are offering curbside pickup, and they're still doing shipping through their website, mochajoes.com. Welcome to A Call to Action, a series presented by Great Eastern Radio and Brattleboro Community Television. We're covering many different topics from the CARES Act and unpacking the governor's orders and what those mean. Today, we have the opportunity to chat with Anor Horton. Anor is the Executive Director for Hunger Free Vermont, and today we're talking about tackling an increased need during a pandemic. I'm Peter Fish Case. Anor, welcome to A Call to Action. Thanks for having me, Peter. Well, thank you. Um, well, let's get right into it. Uh, school meal programs obviously sort of uh, weren't prepared for this curveball thrown at you, but the Vermont Agency of Education had issued guidance to school food service programs. Can tell us what that guidance looks like, first of all? Yes. Well, so um, first of all, Governor Scott. Um, as part of his order uh, closing schools but requiring learning to continue through the remainder of the school year, also required schools, um, every school district in, in Vermont, to come up with some kind of a plan to continue other essential services. And um, thankfully, food was one that he included in, in that order. And so every school district in Vermont um, needed to, um, and of course wanted to as well, find a way to continue to get uh, meals, breakfast and lunch, to students who needed it. Then it fell to our Vermont Agency of Education to come up with um, ways to support school districts in making that happen and um, both advocate with USDA for the key um, waivers and rule changes that were needed to make um, distributing meals through, you know, long distances <laughs> in some cases in our rural districts possible, um, and also then interpreting that guidance for school districts and, and helping them to make that happen. And I have to say that, that our agency of education has just done a remarkable job of making that happen. And now our school meal programs all over the state are doing a remarkable job of getting meals out to students under very challenging conditions. Yeah, it's really, it's been something else. I know that um, uh, here in the southern reaches of the state, uh, I know that these these educators and, and exec, uh, school executives and, and administrators have just been moving mountains to make sure that kids get fed. They um, really have. Which leads us to Three Squares Vermont, and, and this is also known as SNAP. Uh, just quick for those who don't know, what, what is SNAP's an acronym, but, and what does that mean? SNAP stands for the Supplemental Nutrition Assistance Program. All right. Um, now, oh, sorry. Well, explain oh. to viewers and listeners, uh, if you would, um, explain the changes that that has gone through recently uh, with, with the inception of, of, of COVID? Right, well, of course, like everything else, um, everything has had to move online. And that was always an option for applying to Three Squares Vermont, but now it's the only 
option that people have is to apply either online or over the phone. And um, so uh, many organizations, um, our state um, Department for Children and Families operates the Three Squares Vermont program here in Vermont, um, administers it, and also um, a lot of other organizations, nonprofit um, organizations throughout Vermont um, have people on their staff who help people to apply for this program, which is really great because the application can be confusing and it's really nice to have someone available to just walk you through it and, and help you make sure you're completing it in a way that's going to get you um, the best benefit possible if you're eligible. So a lot of those organizations like the Vermont Food Bank, the um, Area Agencies on Aging, they've stepped up the number of people who are available to take uh, calls and help people with the application. And our Department for Children and Families has a call center where you can get help as well. So, um, so there's been kind of an increase, a stepping up of, of available resources to assist people with applying. Uh, we definitely, there's definitely an increase in people applying, which I think is, is really good news in, in a situation like this. Um, it's also the case that um, uh, every household that is eligible um, and applies for benefits is going to be receiving the maximum benefit for their household size right now. So um, that's, that's also really good news. And that was a change made by Congress at the federal level. Okay. Um, you can also now upload um, any of the supporting documents that you need in order to complete your application, you can upload those um, electronically as well. Good. All right. So when you say maximum amount, let me just, um, let's just get it. So like a family of four, when you say the maximum amount, what, what, what does that mean? What, what, if people need to apply for food, what, what could they expect? Oh, that is a good question. And I don't have those numbers right in front of me. Uh, it's it's fair. Do you want to hang on for a second and I'll check? Or? Well, that, that, that's all right. We, we'll just keep moving. Um, so WIC, all right, that, which is another program that, that falls a little bit under your purview. Can you please explain what that is and also if there have been any changes to that? Yes. So WIC is uh, the Women, Infants, and Children program. And um, that is a, is a great program that um, supports um, women who are pregnant and then um, infants through age five um, with um, a set of resources, one of which is healthy food. Um, and so that program um, has received additional funding from Congress, um, but it's a program that has, uh, is often underutilized here in Vermont. And uh, this is a really great time um, if you are a, a parent um, of a young child or you are pregnant, um, now is a great time to get connected with WIC um, because it provides you with um, a card, like a debit card that you can use um, to get um, specific healthy foods for you and, and your baby. And um, it provides also um, support with um, 
breastfeeding. Um, it provides um, well baby visits and um, nutrition education and support. So it's, it's a really great program. Good. All right. I, most of what we've been talking about so far are, are basically directed towards, I guess, families, mainly kids. Mm -hmm. um, are there any programs for, for older Vermonters? Yes. So um, older Vermonters, of course, we know um, are uh, particularly at risk uh, with COVID-19 and are being especially encouraged to stay home and, and not go out in public. And so it's really important in that case that um, meals are able to be delivered uh, to you if you're an older Vermonter. And our Meals on Wheels program um, is the basic program for that. And it also is being expanded significantly. And we have um, delivery systems in place in every region of Vermont. And so that's another program where if you would like to get connected to have meals delivered at home, you're 60 or older, um, then you can um, give a call to your local area agency on aging and they will connect you with that program. Okay, good, good to know. Um, obviously making use of these programs like Three Squares Vermont WIC and School Meals helps individuals and families but how does that, does it matter to Vermont overall? Yeah, that's such a great question. It, it really does matter to Vermont overall. So I think it's really important to think about um, these programs that are, they start at the federal level. So this is, these are federal, federally funded programs that are administered more locally through our state agencies. And they bring federal dollars into the state of Vermont to help all of us when we need that help. And, but it's not just federal dollars, it's our dollars, right? So through our working lives, we contribute to the whole tax system. And these are programs that our representatives in Congress have set up over time to, to take care of all of us. And that federal money coming back into the state really makes a difference. It's been shown that Three Squares Vermont, for example, um, it, it returns $1.50 to $1.80 into the local economy for every dollar that uh, of Three Squares Vermont benefits that people spend here in Vermont. That's a critical economic stimulus that we need. When you apply for school meal programs and you make use of the school meal deliveries that are happening now, you're actually helping your school district um, really be able to maximize that program. And you're helping to make your school district eligible to provide universal summer and after school meals for um, all children um, on into the future. Because um, you know, the more people who use the school meal program, that's how eligibility for those programs are determined. So making use of these federal programs, um, you're also helping your local community when you do that. Okay, so by using the program, you strengthen the program. You do, absolutely. And you strengthen our local economy, including helping our local farmers, because you can use your Three Squares Vermont benefits, for example, at, um, at your local farmer's market this summer. You can use them to buy um, seed and plant starts 
and um, even to start your own garden at home. And all of those things are gonna help um, at the very local level to keep Vermont's economy um, you know, going through this really, really challenging time we're all in together. Interesting, very interesting, because I'm, I'm all about um, trying to s source locally and, and shop locally. So it's, it's interesting to know that, 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 was a, right. that was a really good piece of information. Thank you for that. Um, I've, been, I've been saying this over and over again to folks who, who, who come on a call to action that uh, we are just trying to fix the car while it's moving. All right, there's just no, nobody pandemics well. So, no. <laughs> so uh, for me, it, it speaks to the, 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 un, uh, the uncertain nature, how systems that we deploy today uh, will change tomorrow. Have, have the folks at Hunger Free Vermont found that to be the case? Well, I mean, I really relate to that idea of like trying to fix the car while it's moving because I feel like that's what all of our staff are trying to do every day. You know, we're used to working in person with with people as well. And now, of course, we can't we can't do that. So we're trying to transition our trainings and, and technical assistance into into online models and you know, uh, we are um, trying to, um, we're working really hard to figure out, well, what kind of outreach materials and information do people really need right now from us and how can we get that out to them? And um, our, our 10 hunger councils um, that operate all around the state um, have become real um, kind of networking platforms in their different communities to um, coordinate responses at the local level to this crisis and so we've we've really been trying to staff those up and support those local people so um i feel like we're coming up uh every every week we're making changes and and trying to adapt to the situation it's very challenging for for all of us well yeah there's it's just a lot of moving parts and of course with the uh, the increased need and if we're paying uh, completely um, attention to the overwhelmed system that uh, was kickstarted, of course, as you mentioned, by the feds. Um, unemployment claims, which are people are super frustrated with um, with getting those through the the PPP loans. If you're a business owner um, and you thought you did everything right, and your stimulus checks, some people are still waiting for those. All of these um, have their fair share of problems, um, and of course. Did with the increase of this that that you folks have been seeing, and of course is still on the rise as people are, are continuing to get furloughed and laid off as a result mm -hmm. of what's going. Are, are you experiencing these kind of backlogs and problems, or have you, have you been able to keep up? Um, well, I mean, we are we are certainly doing our best to kind of keep up with. Um, getting information out to everyone. I feel like um, we're still to some degree scrambling to make sure that everyone who needs to know about these programs and how to access them gets that information. And you know, pro radio programs like yours really help us to do that. So I really appreciate the opportunity to, to be on with you and your listeners today. Um, you know, and I think that we're, we are in, a situation that is not going to 
go away anytime soon. I mean, maybe that's stating the obvious, but I think we all really need to let that sink in, that we need to be taking a stand for keeping these programs um, like Three Squares Vermont, like school meals, and soon we're going to be looking at summer meals for, for children, and that's really important too. We need to make sure that the, that the federal government is continuing to make these programs flexible and really usable in this situation that we're in so we can keep on taking care of ourselves and our families, and, but also our communities and our state. Um, so I think there's a, there's a big advocacy job ahead of us too, um, and we may really need a lot of Vermonters to raise their voices up um, so that we can, you know, take care of each other. Right, and, and, and know you have mine whenever you need it. Thank you so much, Peter. I really appreciate that. Welcome. Anora, do me a favor. If, if you had, in your elevator speech, had to tell somebody if they need services, how to get services, and you only had that elevator ride in which to do that, what, what would you tell them? All right. Well, if you prefer the telephone approach, call 211. 211 is a toll-free number. You will get a live person anytime that you call, day or night, and you can ask them any question about any service, and then they will connect you to the right number or right place to go to for whatever service it is that you need. So 211, every Vermonter, that's the number to call. Or if you prefer the computer approach, you can go to our website, hungerfreevt.org. We have a coronavirus resource page on that website, and it lists all the different programs we've talked about and directly how you can connect with each one of them. Great. Uh, Anora, anything that you think we may have left out of this conversation today? Well, I just want to give a shout out to Vermonters. Uh, you know, I, what I'm seeing is so much innovation, so much compassion, so many people out there um, trying to help each other and take care of each other. And that is so moving and inspiring to me. And I know that if we just keep on with that kind of approach and we keep encouraging each other to, make use of every single one of these great nutrition programs that are ours um, to use, uh, that we'll get through this. Great. Anor Horton is the Executive Director of Hunger Free Vermont. Thank you for jumping on a call to action with us today. Thanks so much, Peter. Thank you for tuning in to a special segment of The Earspoon called A Call to Action as we navigate the waters of a worldwide pandemic. More information will follow. And as always, be safe and be six feet apart.